Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Bachelors in the City. We have a fun episode today in honor of Halloween this spooky weekend. Spooky episode. Spooky. Very spooky. Spooktacular episode. Uh, we talk all things ghouls. We talk um, spirits. We talk monsters. We talk cougars, if you will. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Just, just wait. You'll, you'll understand. But uh, we actually, what makes it even better is who we talk about it with. And uh, our good, good friend Jonathan Mark joins us again on the pod today. We did a uh, quite the extravagant outing with him uh, a couple days ago. Did a ghost tour around New York City. Learned some things. Maybe, maybe not so happy we learned, but we did. And it was crazy. We're going to tell you guys all about it and uh, have Jonathan fill you in on some things. So. It's a great season. It's spooky season. We hope you guys enjoy. Let's get to it. Jonathan Mark. How you doing, buddy? It's been a long time no see. What are you I talking know. about long time no see? We just saw him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just saw you. How you doing, man? <laughs> doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing Dude. good, man. We're chilling. It is. Uh, it, we are chilling in this spectacular uh, episode in honor of Halloween. So it's uh, it's good to. Um, excuse our sound effects, guys, but it's great to have you on, John. So, John, we just um, I thought it'd be really cool to uh, obviously have you on chat, catch up, but talk about uh, our last hangout we just had uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of uh, crazy, spooky stuff, I guess. It was, it was fun. Yo, I, I I can't look at New York the same now, man. I don't know if I'm, no. and I'm not happy about that. So yeah. guys, let's give, let's give context a little bit. So guys, um, we met up with Jonathan a couple of days ago and he's like, yeah, we're going to go on a haunted tour around Manhattan of some of the craziest, spookiest spots of Manhattan. And he's going to do readings. So we got a tour guide, went around, gave us just a little information and then Jonathan would go and just sweep it up without knowing anything of, Oh, there's some shit going on here. Um, you know, it was actually, uh, it was I was crazy. Really, I took uh, two shots of whiskey before we went and I was kind of like, just on the train. I was feeling some type of way, man. I was like nervous. I was like looking around. I was like, Jonathan, is there anything like going on right now? <laughs> I feel something right now, but, um, yeah, we had an awesome time. Uh, yeah, let's jump into it. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. And I think real quick, I, what was so, in, you know, kind of just remarkable was, so we had this tour guide that met us. We, uh, we met at Washington Square Park there. And so, yeah, like, like you were saying, Desi, she would just say, you know, a couple details. But then, John, you would go and you would say whatever you're picking up on. And it would be like taking the words out of the tour guide's mouth, Correct. which was like... Yeah. Really freaky, really crazy. And I'm not going to lie. I never looked at New York like from the haunted kind of perspective. I just never thought of this city as that. But there's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. Yeah, I never looked at Manhattan like that either, honestly. I mean, like I always thought like obviously since it's so dated and so old, there had to be like some type of history. But when she was taking us around, then I was like, this is some scary stuff or just like some spooky stuff, especially Washington Square Park. I'll never. I don't know if I want to tell, tell all, the, all of our listeners no, we gotta, about it. We got to tell the <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So let's go, let's go ahead and start. So No, I uh, really don't know if we should do no, this. No, we're telling them. We, if, yeah, we got to. So guys, Washington Square Park. I, guys, at, I, I at fought the, for you. I fought for you this, at before the you North, hear this. This is one of my favorite parks too. Well, it used to be. Anyways, <laughs> um, 
Washington Square Park, northwest side corner. There's a big tree, big tree on that corner. And that's where we met the tour guide. And that's where she started talking about um, that area a little bit about people in the buildings across the street from that tree had seen people being hung from that tree or um, just ghosts around that area, which was like really spooky. And people have actually asked to have their rent lowered because they would always see these things outside their window looking towards that area. And Jonathan's like, no, wait a minute. There's, there's a lot of like dead people under us right now. And we're just like... Yeah, what, what was the first thing you saw, John? So right when she started giving us a history of that tree, you, I could see like you kind of z- like tuned into something. Yeah, so like I saw like there was like... Um, there was like energy and stuff by the tree, but like what obviously like drew me was I kept looking over and there was just like tens of thousands of just like um, energy or just people that passed away just like under us and just like kind of like all the way down to the park. I just kept seeing stuff. And then I was, she was like talking and like, I was trying to be polite and like, listen, but at the same time I was just like, so focused. And then that's when I like asked her about like, what's under us because I was like the tree. Yes. It has like history. And it, I saw like people essentially were hung there that were bad people. It looked like to make an example out of, I guess, whoever was living there. But what really drew me was like, the park under the park and like around it was just like really creepy. Like just like a lot of energy, I guess. So it was kind of creepy. Have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of Potter's field or a Potter's field? That's what, that's what Washington square park is. There's so many bodies on the Washington square park guys. It's insane. What would you give a number? What number would you give if you had to Jonathan? Probably close to 20 to 30,000. 20 to 30,000 bodies yeah. under Washington Square Park. And they, and I guess, right, so back in the day, I don't know the exact year, right? But they just, that's why they didn't build, they couldn't build over it, but they never, I guess, took the bodies out. And a right. potter's field is what, when, when they just throw a bunch of bodies, unfortunately, they just have to do it because there's so many into essentially they dig a, a hole, right? And they just yeah. they throw them in there. But so the park was just essentially built over that, essentially that burial site, correct? Yeah, and she was saying that like a lot of the streets and a lot of the like the ground around it is super hollow still because it's still like be there's it's it's still there and they're saying like if you she was telling me as we were walking like if you dig like six to ten feet like you'll probably see like skeletons or something because it's not deep down below she's saying like they dug it like just enough and like put it on that's where it was I remember she said back in the day it used to be a swamp. Oh, before okay. before yes. it was park, yeah, and yes. then they they used that, uh, kind of yeah, dug it out as much as they could, but just creepy stuff. Would we get in trouble if we went there and just digged a little hole? What? We would never do that, dude. That's no. <laughs> uh, a no, you re- that's like a, it's a burial site. You respect that. Oh okay, all right, okay. I would be too afraid oh, to could. anyway. There's no, oh, I would never. No, never. yeah, I'd be too afraid to. <laughs> All right, yeah. So that was a really spooky part that we saw. Should we go on to the next part of the tour? Sure. Yeah. So then, yeah, we start, we started walking uh, down the park and down the park. And yeah, you 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 said you kept you could still feel you know sense yeah. all the all the energy there. And um, she took us to uh, we crossed like the street and went to this building that was what like 10, 11, 12 stories high, maybe. About yeah, yeah. This was like honestly, it was sad hearing what you were Not saying. Not too long ago either. But what was it that you saw? 
like there was two females that were like essentially side by side holding hands being like dropped to like the floor, either jumping or being dropped. And I saw that I like with all that happening, I guess there was a lawsuit that kind of took place after. And I saw there was like no justice to their death and everything that happened. And then I'm, I'm not saying like they're not content and they're not at peace. That's not what I'm trying to say, but what they were trying to come across to me was like, what happened to them was like not fair and there was no justice for it. Like at that time, like there was just no justice. So, so in this building guys, this was like the early 1900s. There was a pretty much a sweatshop up there with just yeah. women that would work in this factory and they would be locked in there. So officials couldn't go in or see because they were, it was just poor wages. They were getting and being treated very poorly, starving and whatnot. But yeah, fire broke out and they literally had no, choice but to jump off the jump out of the window or you're they burnt alive which was terrifying i mean ter- terrible just terrible story to hear yeah and like what she said too which like kind of resonated with me a little bit she was saying a guy was in there that was like managing them and then he would take them and they just like drop them out the window so he would move them just drop them and then she kind of like as i was saying that stuff she was saying that like at that time there was no justice because the jury the judge and everyone were like corrupt by who was running the sweatshop and like the building owner. But then I guess now, because that happened so long ago, there's like, because of that incident now, there's better working environment and all that stuff because of that. So it's with, I guess it, it they did get the justice because they changed like how like the work environment should be as far as like a quote unquote, like sweatshop and whatever. But it's still really sad for me to see that. And just to see like bodies just go out of the window constantly, like in circles. Oh my gosh. Whew. Yeah, we That's had goosebumps and we were, we were, man, this was insane. This was an insane yeah. tour. And then, um, and then there we went to the Mark Twain house, which is, uh, wasn't too far. Yeah. I remember you were picking up on, you know, obviously Mark Twain, Twain being the writer, but there was like a second writer. And that was crazy because the tour guide, you know, she obviously was very knowledgeable about all this. And at first you, you asked her something about the, uh, there's a second writer. What's what's going on with the second writer? And she said, No, no, there's no, there's no, just just the one. And then you, I guess you like triggered her memory. And then later, like mid century, oh, oh, you're right. That person, that person was a writer, and like totally didn't yeah. even realize it until you triggered that in her memory. She loves you, by the way. She's <laughs> the tour guide is tour guide is in love with Jonathan. Yeah, and she she's been texting me nonstop. Uh, she, <laughs> yeah, wow. she wants to do the other one that like I'm planning for us. She wants to be the tour guide for that. She keeps texting and asking. Yeah, I remember you saw something with like the room number or the floor number. Yeah. Or... Mm-hmm. I, I kept because like she she kept saying that she didn't know where it was or she was she didn't remember. It's not that she didn't know where it was. I don't think she remembered. And I yeah. kept pointing to the window and she goes, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's that's It's on the second floor. And then because of me, because like, I want everything to be so factual. I Googled it because I wanted to show her. And yeah. then she's like, oh yeah, you are right. Like, cause then Google shows where his window was, where the room was. And that's where I was like pointing at there on the second floor or whatever. So then she's like, wow. She's like, okay. And then she's, then she moved on. So I don't know, but. That was such a spooky evening. Like it was, it was like. The weather too was, the weather, was so um, ominous. Yeah. Cloudy. Slight, a little drizzle, very rain, misty. A little, a little breeze. Man, it was, it was. A little it, it was, it was, it was who spooky. was more scared, Jonathan? Me or me or Pete? 
I don't, you were very quiet, Dustin. You were like really quiet about it. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how scared you were. But I have to say, Pete wasn't that like scared as we went on. Like he got really comfortable with it and he seemed to be all good. Yeah. It, I mean, it was definitely, it was, it, it was creepy. More than anything, just like it, it was insane to me. Like there's so much out there that you don't know. And obviously, like yeah. the city's not going to just for, you know, rent prices or whatnot they're not going to you know publicize that information or or no. you know tell people but it's kind of creepy and like just eerie knowing i guess a lot of these parks are built over kind of cemeteries yeah. and that's just how it was back then and i have a question i guess for you know spooky season here this is halloween and whatnot for you and like and with your gift is is this more of like a time, for, like it's more prevalent for you to pick things up or, or no? Like I, I'm just wondering in my head, like because everyone kind of talks about this a little bit more and um, yeah. it's just like the season. Is it more prevalent now or is it pretty much the same all year long for you? Um, it's pretty much the same all year like long. Like I could go to like, I'm using this as an example, like Salem, Massachusetts in June and I would still get like all the stuff. It's because really what it is, is just like the spirits being there and then like, then like a medium or myself will go and we're like the vessels. Then all of a sudden they all come out because they want to start talking. But I think people this time are way more interested in this spooky stuff because it's the spooky season. So I think it's just sure. like, I, I, I will say October, November, December are the three big months. That, that brings me to another point then. So you said that, the, you know, spirits or whatnot, they will come out, they, they, they sense you. So they, they can tell you you have this gift that you can kind of communicate and, and sense and read read them yeah yeah so like most people that like have this they'll say like they, it's tough for us to go into like a crowded area or whatever because when we go there there's obviously living people but then you have to imagine there's like two to three people that passed away in their life even if it's a grandma a friend a friend of a right. friend and they all just step forward because there's messages to be said and essentially I guess to whoever, but some are louder than others, but I learned to kind of just like tune it out as best as I can. Sure. I remember you saying that actually going back to the beginning when we were at that tree at the beginning of the tour with the park and you're like, there was a bunch of them that were, cause I guess they had used that tree for convicts, but a lot of them yeah. were, were like, were convicted like wrongly. They weren't actually yep. guilty and they were trying to come through to, you said they, they were really eager to try to tell their stories and clear their name and clear their name. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing for a lot of them. It's like to come through, like you said, to, to tell like their side of the story or the true side of the story and to like try to clear like their name or what was going on for a situation. I have a question. Actually, sure. thinking about that, has anyone famous in history, American history, maybe not too long ago, maybe recent, that has died that was maybe convicted, wrongly convicted, that they came to you to be like, hey, I was wrongly convicted. This is not how it happened. Has that ever came up to you? Or so happened? it hasn't just because like, I would have to read someone like in their family. So if, if there was like a convicted felon that, that was wrongly accused, like I'd have to read them to kind of um, see like the story and like everything. But I haven't gotten like the, the person come through me, like to tell me that they were wrong. And even if, even if they have, like most people probably wouldn't believe it. Because, you know, that's just like how people are. Right. I think we had this conversation. Like I would, I don't know why I, I don't even know if I would have the courage for this, but someone like yeah. uh, a Jeffrey Dahmer mm -hmm. or Ted Bundy, what if we went to their, wherever they were 
you know, put to death and mm-hmm. you got a reading and they tried to, I mean, I don't know. That just seems so crazy that you could possibly have. A, no, I can uh, do that. It's just, they, they it would, it would have to be where they were and like a family member. And then I could probably pull, pull them in oh my and gosh. talk to them. Yeah. That's some spooky does, does shit. That scare, does that scare you, man? Or is it yeah. like this, this doesn't phase you? No, it still scares me. I'm not going to lie. It still like frightens me here and there because like, I, I don't think like, I've gotten way more used to it. I don't think I will ever get used to it like fully because it's something that is just so out of the ordinary, so different. And then just to see it and feel it, it's just like, so I don't even know how to explain it sometimes. It's just super weird. I I can imagine. Um, To, uh, to continue with the, with the tour there. So from there we went to, um, we wrapped around. We went to that. Uh, there was another graveyard. house. What was that graveyard? Yeah, it was the we graveyard. graveyard. Oh, we went to the. Oh, this was weird. This was yeah. creepy. Yeah. We go to the graveyard and the tour. The tour. This is an actual like you know you would know as a graveyard. You could see it's the, a hidden tour. The, the it's a hidden graveyard. It's yeah. It's kind of hidden. You have to kind of know where to look for it. It's, it's not very. It's like a triangle, a small little triangle. And very very old. Very old. Mm-hmm. The old old you know style tombstones and. So we're, you know, there, the tour guides, you know, giving us some history on it and everything. And what was it? The late 17 or 18, late 1700s or it was early the 1800s. It was the late 17, early 1800s. That's crazy. That's crazy yeah. old. Yeah. And John, you had seen, you're looking at one part of the graveyard, one tombstone. And then all you go here, you what, tell them what, tell everyone what you saw. Yeah. So I was, I was like, she was giving the history and I kind of pulled myself away because, um, I was seeing something and I kept pointing at the tombstone. Now, mind you, my eyes are very bad. And the tombstones were so old, you couldn't really even see some of the names because it was just, I guess, through weather and all that. But I kept pointing and kept saying, I, I keep seeing a man. like, And I keep pointing to the tombstone. And then um, our tour guide walks over. And then we're talking. She goes, oh, yeah, you're right. That's what people say. And that's Isaac. And then you, Dustin, took a picture, and uh, and then this was insane. <laughs> yeah, Dustin, what happened? Yeah, we t- took a live action flash photo, and so live action, you push it, and you could see, you know how everyone knows how live action works. So I took a photo, I looked back at it, and I, I push on it to get the live action reading on it, and you see this crazy shadow just go back and forth right there on the tombstone. It was right, it, it was right really over spooky. It. We'll put this up on our on our page here so you guys can see. Like we're not we're not messing with you. Like and I remember Dustin, he you had been probably been looking at it for a little bit, and then you came to us. You're like, yo, guys, what what do you see here? And we all looked at it and we all saw it and yeah. we'll show you guys what it was right Cra- in front of the in, in front of the tombstone. It was crazy. Damn, it was, it was crazy. crazy. Yeah, what you had I think the reason you had done that was because the tour guide had said you know, she had said, you know, people sometimes will take pictures and things will come up here in this area. And then that's yes. when you did it. And then boom, something came up. Guys, call me a ghost hunter. I'm on it. That You are. Hey. You are. <laughs> Seriously, you, you, you guys tell us hey. what you think. Take a look at it because we're not, we're not messing with you. Like this is, it was And there was there. like no wind. There was nothing. So like if people are saying like there was like wind that was blowing stuff, there was zero wind, that's zero a- anything. Yeah, it's almost. It wasn't even like something that a wind. It was, it was like a shadow was just moving across. Yeah, like, a shadow that more was moving. It was so insane, Jonathan. If you ever need like someone to, I mean, my credentials are pretty set. You know, I think are my, really set. I'm right one now. for one. I'm yeah. one for one on ghost ghost hunting. So uh, <laughs> you yeah. are. You almost want <laughs> to be a new iPhone money. right after that, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're walking out after that. 
<laughs> I'm checking something on my phone. He does and thinks he's going to be all cool and, and scare and try to scare the shit out of me. And uh, he does. Um, <laughs> and cats, cats filming this. And then as we're walking out and then he grabs me real hard, not realizing I have my phone and my phone flies like three feet, like two feet in front of me. But my cat like reflexes, no pun intended there, cat, um, yeah. grabbed, <laughs> grabbed the phone midair with my two fingers and saved you having to replace my phone. But Thank God I didn't have to. I did see that. I was pretty impressed with that. (laughs) I I was was very impressed. (laughs) Not going to lie. Insane, insane. And then, yeah, so then we did a couple more spots and it was, man, it's just, it's it's crazy. I mean, definitely season appropriate, pretty remarkable. Going to see you kind of just in your element there and and see stuff. Um, Thanks for, you know, for taking us on it. Of course. Dude, so I wanted to ask you about the publicity kind of, that you're yeah. experiencing right now with this, the whole Gabby case and things yeah. going on. You've been brought into that case uh, with law enforcement and they've been, you know, wanting to talk to you. And I guess, um, and on top of that, which is, which is great. We kind of were talking about it. People now are trying to impersonate you and everything yeah. online, which is insane. And I'm sorry having to deal with that. And anyone that's listening, obviously there is one Jonathan Mark. Do not be fooled on social media. Cause I guess a lot of people have been trying to do that, unfortunately, but obviously, you know, you've been involved here with, with the case, uh, with, with Gabby, what, what can you say on that? Yeah. So originally what, what, how it started was I did kind of like people were asking me my take cause I, I, I am involved with like other cases that I do and people know me, I guess for that too, is like the cold case aspect of stuff. And I said that like something was going to happen or something was unfortunately going to happen before, like it was even picked up by like the news or picked up at all in general, or the body was found or whatever. And then it got a lot of attention from that. And then someone that's involved with the case reached out to me and asked me to start helping them or just like piece by piece by like helping uh, like what's going on. And then I said to them before this was even like a thing, I kept saying, you know, the person who you're looking for is in the Appalachia Trails in North Carolina. And then they were like, there's no way, there's no way. And then getting a bunch of people saying like, that's a lie, there's no way, he's still at the uh, in Florida in the reserves. And then all of a sudden, there's sightings of him, there's things of him in the Appalachia Trails in North Carolina. So then they come back to me and then now they're just really trying to find out where that guy is, Brian Laundrie is. So like, that's like kind of what I'm trying to help out with now, but I've been doing like little bits and pieces like on online to like fill people in on like what's going on without giving so much information out because it's being used to like help out in some type of way. So Mm -hmm. I'm being very cautious with like when I put out like online, but like, yeah, it's, it started for me just trying to help out on a grand scale, just like to say something to help out as much as I can. And then it got picked up by a lot of things. And then now I'm in contact with like someone involved. Um, what's your predictions on him right now? So what what I see is that he's on the verge of death. It's either the elements are going to kill him or he's going to kill himself. And I, And like, obviously people can like just assume just like his mental state probably is not great because of what's going on, but it's a lot more than that. I think now he doesn't have any help. Like he had help before and he's very much on his own. And for people to think he's like out of country or left the country, I think that's like a little, I don't know. I just think it'd be hard for him to go 
to a different country when he's literally the world's most wanted man right now. And there are rewards to find him. So like people are going to try and find him for the money and to be the person to find him. So I don't know. I think that they're going to have trouble finding him because he is very well-versed in the Appalachia trails. He lived there with Gabby for like a few months in North Carolina. So it's not like he doesn't know that area well at all. Wow. Ooh, we deep. That is crazy. Um, Well, man, to end on that note, we're going to come back guys. (laughs) So guys, we're going to play a little game with Jonathan here when we come back and uh, we're going to have him do some readings from um, some spooky people in the past that you may know. Yeah. You guys do not want to miss this. Stay tuned. We would like to welcome you guys back to a, uh, you guys are in for a treat with this. This is probably going to be the scariest segment that we've had in a while. I don't even know if I'm ready for this, but we have no choice. So here we go. John, we have a list here of... (sighs) Yeah, it's spooky. We have a list of of five men that (laughs) is... They're they're very well known Mm -hmm. and... We uh, would love if you could do some readings for us sure. on these five men. They're not <sighs> nice. Uh, they're not just, nice at all. They they're weren't mean, nice at all. They're bad people. They're bad people. First one. You may know him as a man that had an affinity for hockey, did not like water, and loved to mess around with a big, big knife. Uh, we're talking about Jason. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious right now, as I was setting that up, yeah. has anything come through that, that maybe, I don't know. Is he, he wants, still with us I, or is he gone? Like this, I mean, the man has died like six times, but like, <laughs> what's going on? Are you, are you getting any kind of readings or anything like that? Like He's definitely now not dead. So he's oh, definitely fuck. around. Wait, Jason's out there? He's out there right now. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. He's literally and figuratively dead serious. And where's he at? Where's he at? What area? He kind of he kind of seems like he's by like a lake, like oh my god, yes, seems like not like a not like a Central Park Lake. No, like, no, more the, like okay. kind of, the city. Yeah, it's kind of like outside the city, kind of like by woodsy areas, kind of like you know, just hanging around waiting for people to go to like cabins. Right now, Justin, oh, aren't fuck. you aren't you trying to I'm go to a cabin, cabin this weekend, this weekend with Cat? <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's, literally, yeah. he's literally waiting. I see he's waiting and, oh. and is excited about it. It's okay um, because he doesn't kill virgins. And I am a virgin. <laughs> I'll say that publicly right now. Jason, Wait, I'm a virgin. What? Where in the world did that come from? <laughs> you know, scary movies. I think they Kat would, be, would they beg never to killed, differ. They never kill the virgins. <laughs> I'm a newborn virgin. Right, as of right now. Uh <laughs> Okay, that was creepy. All right, let's go into the next. Uh, so this, this guy, man, um, this guy was a. I mean, I guess they're all sociopaths, psychopaths. Yeah. He actually did time in a um, psych ward. Also wears a mask. This was probably the OG. Uh, had a knife as well. He would stand just straight up out of the bush. He was an imposing, an imposing figure. Very, very broad shoulders. His name is Michael 
Myers. Mm-hmm. Eminem. Is he still here? Is he dead? Where's he at? I need to get this reading right now. It's interesting. It seems like he's also still very much alive. Fuck. Jesus, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't see him dead right now. I don't see him dead at all. And he's also very excited because it seems like, you know, this is his month. He keeps tapping, saying this is his month, his energy. Damn, this is Isn't this the month. movie The movie that's uh, coming out? Another movie's Halloween. coming out. This is Halloween. A new one I just no saw the preview. He's still alive. Yeah. He's still, this guy's you're, like, you're this so guy's like right. 80 years old. Fuck. Yeah, this is his time. He's He's smiling and he's going also to a very friendly remote like kind of neighborhood ishy town like the small towns and he's very excited about it okay so again staying away from big city type vibes in new york we're probably safe yeah new york definitely safe. New york, we're safe yep all right okay you guys are out in the country area or a small town be beware eyes in the back of your head lock yeah. your doors <laughs> lock your doors lock your doors not that it's gonna matter that's weird dude you're not that's what it's always is that okay okay pick the next beat <laughs> All right, this uh, this next guy, this guy did a number on me for when I was a little kid, and I have always been terrified of him. I remember the first time I saw him, <sighs> he was in a freaking storm drain, mm. and I remember resonating with the little kid that I saw him with that was on the screen that I was watching a little boat and it was a rainy day and he had a yellow, yellow, you know, raincoat on and they were riding the boat down. He was watching the, the boat, you know, go down the stream and then it goes in the storm dream. And, uh, the first time that I heard this guy's voice, I just, I freaked. And then they made some remakes after, but uh, we're talking about, wait, 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 wait. Is it, it, <laughs> it, is it no pennywise to be exact oh my god um what's what's the deal with this guy john tell me this guy is uh, i don't is it i don't even know if it's a, a clown if it's a monster if it's it seems like more like a monster to be honest because well for one this person seems to be um like tamper like it could go on both sides it could come back and it could also be kind of takes a break yeah can kind of just like go into this afterlife or this after or this like whatever so i definitely see this clown coming back like also pretty close around this time pretty close around this time oh boy but it's only really going to come out when it starts to downpour in the next like couple of weeks oh so if it's raining well you're not safe inside anyways that guy sorry it See how frazzled I'm getting? Just talking about him. <laughs> yeah. Comes through. Remember this ugh, when he came through the shower drain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like what? Like you're not safe anywhere. Nope. Sneaky Doesn't matter mofo. if you lock your doors. Sure, maybe you keep Jason out, Michael Myers, but it's gonna find a way in. Yep. Sneaky mofo. Gosh, I, I you know what? I really don't like that guy. I don't. I've never he liked just, it. I don't like him. He just he gives me bad vibes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, we have two more guys. This guy. This guy's, I've, you said for a while, the last guy spoke to you for a while. This guy has literally given me nightmares. And that's the thing when you, you have nightmares. Saw him in your nightmares. You can't escape him when you fall asleep. Mm. You don't know you're asleep. And when you're in sleep, he messes with you. And this guy, he actually got in a fight with the, one of the other guys. That was Dude, saying, I think, actually, I think I heard you. You were like crying or screaming out in your dream no. like two nights. Yeah, I remember that. No. Oh my God. 
Yeah, I don't think I ever told you, but why didn't you wake me up? I just God, I didn't even I didn't even think about it. I didn't. I was freaking like, asshole. You're just gonna let me get chopped up in my <laughs> dreams. Gosh, you I, guys see what kind of roommate this guy is? No, I I tried to get in. Your door was locked. That's what it was. That's I remember. Bullshit. No, That's I tried. Bullshit. I tried right. to knock, and you just my you blood is on your hands. My blood yeah. is on your hands. Anyways, or guys, on his claws. Mm-hmm. On his claws. We are talking about the one and only Freddy Cougar. You say Cougar Kruger? Kruger. I said Kruger. <laughs> okay. I said Cougar. I'm just making but, uh, sure. It's Kruger. I'm like, what kind of dreams are you having, bro? <laughs> no, you're gonna piss him off. You're gonna piss him off. He's gonna he's gonna get mad at me now that I messed up his name. All right. What's going on? Can you even? This guy isn't even real. Yeah, he's right. He's, he's like in a dream. He's a spirit. Yeah, he's hard to pin down right now because he keeps he could go on literally both ends of the spectrum, be like this physical Earth and the other side. He's definitely you know kicking. He's definitely going, and he's having. Seems like again, like this month and next month, his two favorite months. Seems like the fall, like Halloween into around Thanksgiving. He's definitely going to be hopping from dream to dream, like. And teaming up with some people too, it seems. I'm not sleeping. I'm I'm gonna be on caffeine <laughs> this whole month. I'm not sleeping. Dang. I was not looking forward to that job. Man. I know. He's in my opinion, is the scariest one. He's the worst one. Yeah. You can't you can't Fr- Friday get away. Is, is is always been terrifying. I don't Me even remember I remember when the the uh, the the Jason versus Freddy Krueger movie came out. For all you guys, I I, I think I don't know if you know, I'm a huge Halloween fan. Halloween buff. Love, love scary movies. That's my favorite genre of movies. But do you guys, I don't remember the ending of this. Who won via Freddy or Jason? I think they both died, right? They both. It's a, it's a hard one to discuss. I Supposedly, they both died, I think. Or did it, uh, was it left like open-ended? Yeah. These guys never die. That's the, I know, that's that's the thing. That's the crazy thing. thing about it. Like, yeah. you think they die, you think you're no. safe. You're not You safe. think you're safe, and then, boom, you're on Elm Street, and then he's <laughs> messing with you. Stay on yeah. Elm Street. I know that's that's one thing. Yeah, maybe Elm, Elm Street's not in New York, is it? I don't think so. Who knows? I think uh, Dustin. I think we should uh, dress up as Freddie and Jason this Halloween. The two of us, and we could have a battle, a duel. Ooh, ooh, yeah. And uh, John could dress up as your uh, favorite cougar, and uh, he could come <laughs> judge the duel. <laughs> Because apparently you're dreaming about what cougars. Asshole. What an ass. What an ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one. This man. I'm trying to speak in an accent that I think he would speak in, but I'm butchering it, so I'm going to stop. This man uh, gives dentists nightmares. You could protect yourself with this guy, though. Actually, yeah. You I have, have to no, I have sleep no with garlic. Because I love garlic. And uh, I, I love garlic too. I do too. I scare away a lot more than just Dracula with the amount of garlic that I consume. So Dracula, uh, John, Ooh. what's his deal? His deal is just like, he could literally do whatever he wants. So in my opinion, he's probably, yeah, he's probably the worst one to be around, especially at night. Are you serious? I, but like, I is he? So. Because like, he doesn't like, you're safe in your house. You got to invite him in. Like he's not coming in without the invitation. True. You even invite him in, you could still keep him away. Just put some garlic around or start breathing heavily on him. He has all these powers though. So like once, like if you're out on the street or you're just walking or if you're going from like a place to place, this guy knows how to move, like just move stuff with his mind and do some crazy stuff. And he's very familiar with like hell. 
So he just knows like both. Oh boy. He just knows everything. So he's a pretty scary man. And this is He seems to be like a very very he seems to be like a very invasive man. Like very very biting everyone's you know, necks like, yeah. without their consent. Who the hell does that? Yeah, right? Yeah, consent, brother. Consent. You need consent to get up to my neck area, and I didn't give you that consent. So you know what? <laughs> Dragon, really you ain't no like cougar. All right. Yeah, no, I don't like that guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Pete dream when he's having a bad dream. I'm just gonna be like, hmm. go out, drink my juice. Uh, funny, funny story is actually Trip has a lot of dreams. I wonder if any of your dogs dream because Trip dreams probably every night, and like it's he like does he's it's always the funniest thing. Sleep. You know what I heard though? I don't know if this is legit, but I. I heard when dogs dream is because they're thinking of their owners like Could that be. they because they kind of like so I heard they're chasing he'll, something he'll do this like whimper like hum, hum, hum. like and, and it sounds like the wake him up like it's a nightmare but i heard it's actually a good thing they're dreaming about their owners so trippy i dream about you just as much oh. love you buddy all right <laughs> Sorry, that was tangent. Had nothing to do with our whole uh, interview. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> All right. just, he's in his bed here, sleeping next to me. So I looked at him and I thought I'd talk about it. This is uh, this is awkward. Anyways, uh, <laughs> man, thank you for the insight, John. Of course, John. Just give us a heads up if you see anything coming our way. Like, please just give us a phone call. I definitely will. Let us know. Like, all right, man. I appreciate you. Of course. I'm kind of spooked. Well, Halloween's <sighs> coming. And I know we're going to do another tour yes. here soon. So, oh yeah, tell me about this tour. Can you can we speak on it a little bit, yeah. Jonathan? Or no? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Let's, let's talk about this other tour we're going to do in a, a few weeks. Yeah, and where where that's where that's headed for you, man, and uh, and some cool opportunities that are on the horizon. Yeah, so we're doing a tour in the East Village, and we're going to be able to go into places instead of standing outside them, which is always great. And it's going to be a Hulu documentary team following us and doing it. And they're going to film it and kind of get like our stuff. And they're going to kind of create a cool little little clip, a little spooky clip for us that they're going to put out. And they're, I guess it's because it's the time and it's like Halloween and all that, that mm-hmm. they want to get yeah. everything. I actually just sent them the footage about our other tour. So it's going to be both tours combined. It's going to be really fun. Very cool. Man, thank you so much for coming on. All right, you guys could check out Jonathan Mark on Instagram. He's also um, maybe having some things come about on television. We will stay posted on that. Keep yep. you guys posted, but follow up on him on Instagram and uh, see what he's up to. Thank you. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week.
Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.